due to the explicit nature of our content. Viewer, listener, discretion is advised. In other words, this is adult content. Hola, and welcome back to the Uinta Basement. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn, coming to you from the armpit of the Uinta Basin. All right, all right. Uh, so, we're back, and I bring Cody back by popular <laughs> demand. <laughs> so that we could banter and rave for the day, I guess. Uh, yeah, we had such a good... Uh, session last time i figured that we might as well do it again and maybe again and again shit yeah. just as well Who yeah knows? might as well come and give me a co-host and 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 maybe we can get some product out there <laughs> oh yes i find it funny appropriate you jumped right in with an all right all right all right i'm pretty sure we just covered my man crush being matthew mcconaughey a few nights ago oh. <laughs> yeah uh that's horrible Sorry. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> he was good until that one last show. What was what was that movie that he just came out where he lost all the weight? Shit. Car I, salesman. Oh, I, I never did. Why I kind of stopped following him when he Slide started. Ball, well, when he started selling Lincoln, like you know, goddamn well he don't drive a. Oh Lincoln. yeah, he don't drive a Lincoln. He's got no, a, there's no way he drives. He a got Lincoln. a Bentley or something that he drives. Well, then, then he got honored as a professor for the University of Texas. He's okay. an ambassador uh, on, at football games. He's on the sideline hyping people up. Uh-huh. Like, can you imagine that? You're trying to focus. And you you know most of those guys, they're they're listening to some flavor of Busta Rhymes, Gangsta Rap, something to get you hyped up. Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. That's the name of that show. Yeah. Oh. That he was in. Where he was a slime ball. Yeah, but I, go I, ahead. I, I, saw, I, I did see the commercials to that, actually, and... I, I don't know. Skinny Matthew McConaughey kind of broke my heart. That's kind of why the Sam Elliott crush kicked back in. Yeah, the Sam Elliott thing when he was on uh, that the last show that he was on Netflix, um, the one they they did the farm up there in Colorado with Ashley. Oh, Cushman. the ranch. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's show. the best. Badass show until Hyde was gone. Yep, or whatever yep. the fuck his name is. Yeah, as soon as he... I mean, what's the world coming to when a guy can't rape... Can't knock out and rape his secretaries? Like, what's this world coming <laughs> yeah. to? It, it gets canceled from a TV show? Oh, yeah, and it was years behind. <laughs> it was like, okay, we're taking him to court. And they're like, oh, we got to fire him. And you're like, different business. Well, different business. Well, all right. Louis C.K. You heard about Louis C.K. I don't even know who he is. Really? No. He is the most... Fu- fucked up comedian ever he's george carlin but he's gonna make you feel bill cosby levels of uncomfortable <laughs> but, bill cosby was wholesome in the 80s yeah, well, i grew yeah. up the 80s yeah you know? okay okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still kind of feel like elmo was trying to rape me the whole time <laughs> so it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh on a regular basis he would talk his comedy specials were about real life men shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, trying to jerk off in peace in a bathroom, and you got kids knocking on the fucking door, you know, real life shit. But he would just openly talk about beating off. <laughs> he he got canceled on every level 
because other celebrities would go to his hotel room and then they'd get uncomfortable because he was blocking the door and jerking off. <laughs> like, did you not watch his stand-up? There's an entire TV series about him doing weird shit like this. I did. You went, you went to his fucking hotel room? <laughs> yeah, of course Louis C.K. did that. Louis C.K. Huh? Yeah. I'll, You'll have to, I'll have to Google that shit. Yeah, it's not, it's not kid-friendly to the listeners. Don't listen to that with your kids around. <laughs> oh, we don't have any kids. This is not an explicit uh, pod. It is, uh, well, it is explicit as all hell we've already broke the ice on that and that's why we have a disclaimer at the first of it i don't want to re- be responsible for your kids saying fuck damn shit or hell nor cocker ball ah, cocker balls is okay yeah it I just guess. depends which country you're in you know well, it's like cunt and pussy well yeah it's, it's <laughs> uh, I, we're in the u.s and cunt's still one of my favorite fucking words of all time i actually i actually found a love for that uh my parents used to fight a lot when I was a kid. and They both drank quite a bit, and most of it was alcohol produced, but my mom was crazy. She's passed now, so I can say whatever I want about her. <laughs> but uh, that, was, that was the game changer, is when the word cunt would pop up, it would just end the argument. Yeah. And I found out years later in bars, the biggest, baddest son of a bitch in that bar is starting shit and starting to get hyper and doing whatever. If you call a grown-ass man a cunt to his face, it de-escalates every situation. Oh, he doesn't yeah. even know what to do. He turns red in the face yep. and red in the yep. beard. Yep, That and taking <laughs> off your pants. If you take off your pants, shit's de-escalated. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Nope, I agree 100%. Uh, just, just make sure you say no homo first, and then it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm I'm somebody that uh, I don't judge. Well, we can say pro homo too if you want it. <laughs> no homo, pro homo, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're gonna get shut down before we even get started. See, my my <laughs> thing is I'm super good at offending everyone, so they can't ever blame me for hating somebody. Okay, we were never uh, put on this uh, this episode here to actually be smart we're somebody that's uh maybe you guys could humor because uh <laughs> do not take this to heart some of our uh our content <laughs> if if i make you butt hurt i can guide you to 12 other podcasts that'll really fuck up your brain <laughs> <laughs> hey family might listen you never know that is true uh-huh. ah so what have you been up to not shit just a little bit of work in and well, actually, actually, we went out to the green yesterday. Oh, yeah? Did a little bit of fishing. I know I was supposed to get with you yesterday. Yeah, that's why you stood me up. I don't yeah, blame you. If no. you're fishing, fuck I, it. Well, I, I, I may have drank a little bit too much Monday night and slept in Tuesday. It's one of the perks oh, yeah. to my job is I can work from home. So I just chose to do that. I didn't even put on pants yesterday. Dr. Hook, uh, you, you relate to that old band? Uh, band through uh, the 70s. I, I remember old Dr. Hook. Dr. Yeah. Hook. I don't know what song. Though. On the cover know. of the Rolling Stone, that's how they got famous. What? They also got famous by, I got stoned and I missed it. Got stoned and I, I actually, I do know that one. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about with you yesterday. I got stoned and I missed it. <laughs> well, I, oh, I, I had meetings and shit too, but with it, all the meetings being through uh, video chat now. 
Uh, we got that today too, as well. Uh, yeah, with all of that, I can do it from my fucking house. Yeah. When they locked up my yeah. office, they gave me a full setup at home. We got locked down today. See, I got, I got, I got three monitors at my house. Yeah. Everything that we do, we go on Teams and do yep. our tailgate yep. meetings. That's what we do. And converse back and forth. We're actually back to social distancing. And when you go into Ute Plaza down there in Fort Duchesne. You got to mask up. It's yeah. mandatory. They won't even let you through yeah. the door. Yeah, you're not getting anywhere out there. Which, teach their own. If they want, want me to wear a mask, I'll wear yeah. a mask. And I, I'm not going to argue back and forth. Life's too short, so love yeah. the one you got. Yeah, I, I, I don't have time to worry about that shit. If you want me to put on a mask, and me, I, I really want to avoid anything fucking political. But me, I'm vaccinated. Take my second shot tomorrow doing that shit. Uh, I'm done. I'm, I've been done since March. Oh, really? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Even better. But for for me, like, it's it's not a big deal either way. Ours was a family event. Um, I was dragging my feet. Didn't know what to think about it. My family said that we're going to go in and get vaccinated. And I turned around and said, I don't know what to think. My wife's like, I'm going to go with them. And I was like, you know what? The family's all going down. Hell yeah, let's do it. I'm going to die with you guys if I'm going to do it. Yep. <laughs> so I went down and did it. It wasn't that bad. Uh, second shot kicked my ass. Um, I've actually talked about this on a podcast down in Salt Lake. Yeah. You know, shout out to the other side of the beehive. But uh, yeah, uh, man, that's right. When it first vaccinations came out, the uh, Ute tribe actually offered it to everybody beforehand. Yeah. And so... Yeah, we was... went down there, and I mean, we didn't even stand in line two minutes. We were getting our shots, and it was a good deal. And if I had to do it again, I'd definitely go back out to Fort Duchesne to do it. See, see, and I, I, I'm lucky enough to have our connection down here at Uinta Basin Medical Center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it was actually the day of the Field of Dreams game, the baseball game. Uh-huh. They, they played an MLB game at the Field of Dreams. Yeah. Fucking one of the, I, I can get chills thinking about this shit. The introduction to that's the most beautiful thing ever. If Sounds you're, good. If you're a baseball junkie like me, I, I, I can watch it, but I, I can't get into it. And, and my team's the Giants, so I mean, well, fuck, this is your year to be watching this. <laughs> they're gonna win the whole fucking thing. That's yeah, about that. Yeah. I don't want them to, but they're going to. Uh my late uncle Dan. Dan Kelly from uh, Petaluma, California. He uh, took me to one of my first games. And we were down in San Francisco. And and I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Uh, We caught a foul ball. And I wanted to turn that foul ball into, they let you get merchandise. Ah. So you can go in there and get you a hat. uh, Get you a fucking hat that you'll have destroyed in a month. And your uncle will let you do it. Yeah, and he (laughs) said... You're not handed in that. That ball's worth more. Yeah. Now, needless to say, I left that sucker in San Francisco. I never said that ball again. So, Nathan Kelly <laughs> and Matt Kelly, where's my fucking ball? <laughs> that motherfucker's been chewed up by $23 Yeah, I was now. six years old then. That, that was a long goddamn time ago. But, you know, I remember that. And so, San Francisco was a part of my heart. Not because it went through the whole gay rights stage and it was the first 
everybody's like, oh, you're a San Francisco fan, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. You're a San Francisco fan. And you're like, that's not how it works, man. These guys are football players. You know what did, I mean? They're, they're did, out there playing. Gay or see, not. Did you see Barry Bonds get that hit? Yeah. It's, it's just how it is. But no, uh, no, I have no problems. Uh, Barry Bonds swings that stick. Twenty so nice. years ago, twenty years ago, I would have probably been the most homophobic person in the world. But I realize these guys have no interest in me. Nah, no, nah. And once you realize that, you're like, they don't want to sleep with me, which offends me. But <laughs> well, I. When 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 gay marriage uh, really got pushed in Utah when it was a big fight, I was shit. I was pretty new into the oil field then. I think it was like 2011, 2012, something like that. But especially out in this area, nobody was okay with that. Yeah, I mean, aside from the religious drive, the Uinta Basin's got a habit of being seven years behind on a lot of shit. I'm gonna say fifteen. Fifteen? You'll go with fifteen. Fifteen, because uh. <laughs> I was doing some of the safety practices 15, 20, I'm going to say 20 years back and that we're just starting to acquire out here in the oil field right now. And you're like, wow, we are that much behind. How many times is, <laughs> how many times has CPR training changed in your fucking time? At least three times. <laughs> for me, it's once a goddamn year for at the least, last 10. At least I can't three times. Now we're into just thrusting the mannequin. Well, I, that's all I was doing anyways. <laughs> You're Shout- supposed to roll them over on their back. <laughs> Shout out to my safety guy. I'm not going to mention his name because he ain't down. He's a firefighter in Park City as well. So if I can get him to listen, he's going to know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. But who be like, that goddamn Cody? Oh, uh, shit. He'd be a hell of a guest talk shit. But shit, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're uh, we're new on this podcast as far as uh, getting started. I think this is uh, episode six for us. Um, and you know, we need your feedback. Um, we have a group site called the Uinda basement, and I will definitely get on that and update it as soon as I can. And, uh, you know, I want to welcome Cody into helping me co-host this. Um, and so I will make sure that I get on all of our social, uh, formats, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Oh, my OnlyFans, and maybe yours too, huh? Shit. Don't <laughs> get me started on OnlyFans. <laughs> Why we, pay? Shit, yeah, we discussed this a little bit last weekend, didn't we? Yeah. See, see, unfortunately, uh, to the listeners, you don't get to hear the actual bullshit sessions. We just hit record when we do. Yeah. But we're sitting around talking shit and doing this full time anytime me and Quinn are around each other. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my theory on OnlyFans, this is a probably a fairly unpopular opinion, but it's not wrong. If you have a vagina, and you have a pair of tits, and you're fucking broke, you're an idiot. There's free internet, there's the Obama phones, you have free access to the cameras. Yeah. Get an OnlyFans. Sell a picture of your pussy for twenty dollars and get your get your kids some milk. Like it's not fucking hard. No. It's uh, and actually, did you hear OnlyFans there for about four fucking days? Eliminated. Shut it down. Adult they content. shut it down. Yeah. They eliminated adult content for about four days. They're like, well, our 
our finance, our the people who finance us aren't going to give us any more money. Well, yeah. you, you're damn sure not going to have money if you fucking do that. <laughs> exactly. These bitches could post bikini pictures to fucking Facebook if they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but Facebook would block that shit, too. Ah, uh, you'd be surprised what you could find on there. You'd be like, "Holy shit!" And then Instagram's just getting as bad. They just have uh, a way around things. And you're like, "How did they get away with that?" See, and, and my face, I get kicked off my Facebook about every weekend. I post one final meme to piss them all off. Oh, I just got kicked off. They just barely let me back on. Uh, there you go. There you go. They just barely let me back on, but. They got rid of me for three days again because of a meme I posted in 2015. Uh huh. It caught up to him. It was a picture of naked Jesus fucking naked, naked Jesus. And the caption was Jesus fucking Christ. Mm hmm. They kicked my ass off Facebook for that. Yeah. I, and, can, I can see that. You and, know what I mean? Initially, they deleted the post. And then I screenshotted the message that they send you uh-huh. with the picture of it on there. And then I posted it again and said, I'm sorry, Facebook. I thought I had my religious freedoms. <laughs> yeah, we so- do. We do live in America. Uh, <laughs> on not, that note. Not uh, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, on that note, though, uh, we are not going to be a politic uh uh, podcast. No, hell we're just no, gonna hell have a good time. No. Yep. Just so you guys are aware, we're yeah, not gonna go down that, that route. Um, everybody has their opinions, and they're like assholes. But we remember <laughs> that. What 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 I what I am gonna try to do is I'm gonna delete the current Facebook I have because, to be honest, I can't stand Facebook anyways. Oh, gotcha. it, it uses up too much of my fucking time, and I don't have enough self control to fucking balance it. <laughs> so I'm gonna delete that Facebook, but I will start a fucking new one. For the podcast, if you want me to, if you want me to help you with the hosting ability, there you go. Let's do. You it. want that? We'll do that so that people can follow fucked up memes, and I'll go back to being fucking deleted all the time. <laughs> <laughs> if you do them in a private group, you're gonna be fine. That's a, that's our group right now. That you went to basement is a private group, and I didn't want it to be that way. But I, I really don't want to get the podcast Facebook deleted. Don't give me access to that. <laughs> yeah. We're just posting that, and it's on invite. I mean, and the invites are mostly my friends, but anybody can get on it. Yeah. And anybody can approve them. Because I I haven't went through that whole shit of, uh, these are your questions and and whatnot. Well, before I delete this page, I, I got, shit. 15 years worth of friends built up. I'll make sure I invite everybody up and then I'll put one last post. Says 1200, right? Fuck. I don't know. Somewhere. In the I, don't know. <laughs> I downgraded a few times. I, yeah. I, if I, I run I, into you in the store in little town, uh, Roosevelt and I say hello to you and you keep walking. I think that deserves a, a definitely, uh, uh, unfriend unfriend yeah unfollow whatever you want i like those call. people better i like building up fucking ammo that's how petty like i'm tom petty i'm richard petty richard like petty, i'm not fucking yeah. petty dude uh i'll build up fucking ammo for years waiting to turn shit on you like i, I hate that and that's that's another reason why i really need to delete my facebook because i'll fucking do it i really will 
I tried. They find me. To delete it? Yeah, they try, they, they go through and start emailing you on different formats. They're like, hey, so-and-so's uh, trying to talk to you. And you're like, I didn't talk to her at all ever in high school. And now she's talking to me? <laughs> Shit, dude. I've, I've, been, I've been through seven different email accounts since I started Facebook. Oh, I think I got five different, <laughs> five of them. You got another beer right over there? Yes, sir. All know. right. Oh. Thank you, sir. I'll take one. Brought to you by a beer that does not pay us, so we will not sponsor We're not going to sponsor you, it, sons of bitches. It does start with an M and end with a tr, but whatever. Ah, <laughs> and it's smooth for your enjoyment. It's, the, my, it's my super duper diet beer. I really like it. I really like it, too. My, and I, I catch a lot of shit for being attracted to this because I, I was always a bud guy. Me too. Always bud. I developed an allergy to something in there, started rashing up. So I switched to diet bud. Worked out good for a while, started rashing up again. I'm like, well, fucking look at us go now. Now I'll drink water with 4.2% alcohol in it. Nice. Fuck, it ain't bad. I, uh,. Went to Rock Jam. Yeah, I'm going to say 2014, something like that. What bands? Oh, fuck. I went to quite a few of them down there. Uh, we seen Motley Crue. We seen Leonard was, Skinner. Was that the 20, Kid Rock. 2014 had to have been... Uh, no, 2014 was Alice Cooper. No, it was Godsmack when I went. Godsmack? I missed that year. Yeah, I, I seen Alice Cooper, too, and, and I went with my uncle. That was, they're like, it's a, he's doing the same concert he did in the 70s. That was 2011, because I was still working for Philip Kettle. If you didn't, if you missed any of the Philip Kettle fucking conversation, make sure you check out episode five. There's funny stories about him. Oh, yeah, and, and, and it was brought up to me. Uh, Jason Osler called me, and he says, Philip Kettle welded <laughs> all of our fucking corrals around my house growing up. And I was like, there you go. You got a connection. So shout out Jason motherfucking Osler. That, that's, that's how we go with Jason Osler. He, he, he's trying to get from the city out here to get on my podcast and sit and banter with us. But uh, so far, he's stuck down there driving dump trucks. For the life of me, I can't figure out Why? It's so much longer of a drive for them to get here than it is for us to get out there. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we get out there every weekend, yep. and they're like, oh, I got to come to the rope basement. It's the basement is why. It is. It's the basement. It's the basement yeah. itself. Yeah. Uh, you kind of have to more or less be stuck here. Then you'll develop a like. Then you'll de- develop a love for the basin. And then, then you'll start fucking hating it, and then you'll jump back yeah, into the like. I gotta and leave, and that's why I've traveled so much. It was like, yeah, when it's forty below here, Cabo sounds good. See, I, <laughs> I actually heard a fucking story, to, a song today, oh. that made me fucking think of you. Mm. Mexico by a band called L Storm. L Storm, huh? It's a pirate metal band. Uh, okay. They have a song called Mexico. But the, the main uh, course line in it is uh, Yoho, Mexico, tequila and a donkey show, Mexico, Mexico. What made me think of you? Because <laughs> you might be the only person I know that actually goes to travel and shit. Oh, since the pandemic, the last place I went to was Mexico. Yes, we it went was. to down to 
the Baja, and we went to Loretto. Stayed in a nice beach house. Went out. Caught some marlin. I think Josh landed three marlin that day. Uh, some red snapper and not the stuff that uh, you find in... in uh, uh, well, I was going to say something derogatory towards where we're at, but let's go with Mighton right now. Well, and <laughs> Colfax <laughs> Avenue in Denver. Oh, Colfax! Yeah, there you go. I, I don't even—I don't remember what what south it is in Salt Lake, but somewhere right there where Five Monkeys used to be. Uh huh. Yeah, in, in that area, you can find a few of them as well. <laughs> so, the reason why I uh, go with the Mighty Quinn on this is. Uh, I was actually named after Bob Dylan. Um, my son is Joshua Dylan yeah. as well. Um, Quinn the Eskimo. Okay. Yeah, I got yeah. you there. He ain't seen nothing like the mighty Quinn. No. Uh, not a lot of people have listened to that. And to me, if people know music, and that's me, I'm a music guy. Yeah. If they come up to me and say, Quinn the Eskimo. It's like, dude, you know who Bob Dylan is? Because you I live in the basin. You don't even shake, them a, shake their hand yeah, at that I, point. Yeah, I, I live in the basin, and you do not hear people talk about well, Bob Dylan. Uh, yes, especially, well, with, with, with Bob Dylan, he had a lot of progressive fucking ideas that in this area nobody fucking liked. But especially folk music. Well, he was he was so goddamn country is the thing. You would think you're damn right. It's folk music. An area out here would really kick on to it. Uh, it's probably because he was anti-war through the sixties. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, he was of part that. of that hippie movement. Movement. I watched a documentary. Shit, they like the hell out of the Almond Brothers out here. Yeah. Then yeah. again, everybody likes the Almond Brothers. What are you going to do? <laughs> you can't get around the Almond Brothers. Speaking the, of... It's the Righteous Brothers, too. Speaking of, we can do an RIP to Stevie Ray Vaughan. His de- his death anniversary was last week, actually. That's right. He's your, we, he's we your do, idol. Yep. That shit, daughter's named after him. Yeah, that's right. Hey, he, he's the stud. He's, he's the best there's ever been. That's awesome. Um, next to... So, next, uh, uh, my old guitar player. Oh, perfect. Um, you know, I mean, I had a hell of a time. You know, we lost uh, Charlie Watts last week. Yeah, that was um, a fucking rough one. I'm still getting over it. Every day I get on Facebook and I see an ad of something that he's done. I mean, these guys played since the early 50s. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Rolling Stones... Oldest rock and roll band. Mm-hmm. Oldest rock and roll still together see, until Z- he left. ZZ Top just lost their yeah. bass player. I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Yeah, I had which is unfortunate. But Yeah, ZZ Top is great. But, uh, but I mean, we lost the Beatles a long time ago. I mean, Paul McCartney's still here and Ringo Starr, but the rest of them are gone. And icons. Yeah, here's another unpopular opinion. I don't think Paul McCartney's actually alive. <laughs> Same as I don't think Mick Mars is alive. Yeah. You remember Mick Mars, I think they have to stand him up. Well, do you remember Iron Maiden's Eddie? Yeah. He's just a realistic robot. Yeah. You got to, you saw Motley Crue at Rock Jam with Kiss. Yeah. He He looks like he's dead. He was just a goddamn robot. He looks like he's dead, though. He wasn't playing. Mick Mars has been dead since the early 80s, and I'll (laughs) almost fucking guarantee it. 
Yeah. The only living legend still is Keith Richards and Betty White. Betty White's going to kick all their asses, I think. I, 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 I got my money on Keith Richards. But then yeah. again, I had my money on Lemmy. I figured the Rolling Stones sold their soul. <laughs> and if you sold your soul to rock and roll, Fair bam, enough. you're still going. And that's why the Rolling Stones were still kicking. Yeah, that's probably fair enough. But goddamn, uh, what's it been? Seven, eight years since Lemmy died? Something yeah. like that? Yep. Oh, God, that, that was a rough Hated. One. Hated those guys. Motorhead through the 90s? Yeah. And now I can listen to them. Yeah. Well, and, uh, Music changed. Well, and Dio. Dio's been Ron, dead for Ron 10, James 12 Dio. years. Yep. 12 years now. Some, somewhere in there. He was another one that I didn't think of. That little bastard. He, he was only like 5 of 1. No shit. Yeah, but when, when he was on stage, you could swear that fucker was 6'12", you know? Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Dio dying. See, and, and there there was the era of metal throughout the 80s. Granted, I was born in the 90s, so I got to listen back on God, it. you're an old son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck, you. <laughs> Fuck you, Grandpa. <laughs> I can say that! <laughs> you can. But uh, listening back, uh, Crazy Train. Go, go to Ozzy's yeah, solo go back to stuff. Ozzy. The intro and the main lead riff to Crazy Train is the most metal thing ever. Oh yeah, and how the fuck did he jump to '80s disco in five seconds of that song? <laughs> yeah, like na 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 na, crazy, but that's how it goes. It it's fucking dumb. And Dio did a lot of that shit too. And I, I'm obsessed with Black Sabbath. I but agree. The best Sabbath that ever was was with Dio. Yeah. And I, I love Ozzy's Sabbath. I did Time but... Machine. Time Machine is one of the ones that I went through with yep. Dio. Um, I do like Ozzy. Um, Ozzy was original, but I didn't listen to it. And yeah. uh, Ron, Ron James Dio is the one that I actually paid attention to yeah. when we were listening to it. So Yeah, I mean, Dio, Dio was God for my whole childhood. Mm-hmm. And then he died, and then Lemmy became God. Yeah. And then Lemmy died. But then the Ace had ba- uh, the Ace. How does it? How how does it put? The bass has AIDS. That's it. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's so fucked up. <laughs> you know. <laughs> speaking of shit, ninety worst fucking band out of the nineties. What do you got? The worst. Oh my god! Bottom of the barrel. Granted, in the nineties, I was below ten years old. So I want to know your opinion, because I'm looking back. They wore a lot of songs out. I mean, The President's the United States. Yep. Great song. I can hear it now. But Peaches, dude, they banned it off X96 in Salt Lake. They're like, yeah. dude, we don't want to hear that shit yeah, no more. Yeah, we can't do that shit no more. <clears throat> so there was some really shitty bands, but there was really good music that did come out of the 90s. Um 80s to me was, it was great music. You know, I mean, we had the hair bands and everything. I think 90s there was, there the was so much more fucking bad in the 80s just to water it down for me. Oh, we had shit music because pop music was yeah mingled in with hard rock. It was, it was all on the same station. There yeah. wasn't a metal station. We didn't have Octane and Faction hey, exactly. and Hair Nation. We didn't have exactly. Those, you know? And so, I mean, even in the 90s, yeah, Smash Mouth is a part of the rock band. 
heavy metal. You know, follow yeah. me, Uncle Cracker, and stuff, shit like that. See, my dad despises my my. Well, my first band was a fucking emo band, but my next two were punk rock bands. So you, my dad can't stand punk rock. Hates it. He's a little blue. typo negative or what? No, no, it was fucking emo. Emo. It was like fucking My Chemical Romance emo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm was, talking way before you. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, we we were emo yeah. emo shit. I. I had just got out of high school, actually. But before I started that band, <laughs> I was uh, actually flip script all the way back. Uh, my dad can't stand that I like punk, that I, uh, I was doing punk rock or liked punk rock. I just I really think my dad didn't want to admit that I wasn't good enough of a fucking drummer to be in anything other than a punk rock band. Yeah. So that that was really the fact of the matter. That was all I could play. But um, the first three albums my dad bought me was Smash Mouth's All Stars. <laughs> this is, I, I why the fuck am I calling them albums? They were CDs, you know. Yeah. But and then he got Green Day Dookie, which my dad's a huge fan. Nineteen ninety four that came yep. out. I graduated from high school. Yep. That was hot. Yeah, my my dad's a, a huge fan of that album. Hates Green Day. Big fan of Dookie. Dookie was good. Uh, and then he got me uh, the Offspring's Conspiracy Theory. Okay. And flip script, my dad was actually good friends with the band The Toadies. I don't know if you know that. I don't know who The Toadies A were. punk band. I don't, my, yeah. da- my dad's friends with them. Okay. So he, naturally, he come home with that. So I have uh, The Toadies Rubberneck album, Green Day Dookie, Offspring Conspiracy Theory, and now all of a sudden, when I was 20 years old, my dad's chewing my ass over the phone. Why the fuck are you... Why do you like punk rock? Fuck. Well, God damn it, you did it. <laughs> what do you want? I didn't get punk rock till I had Faction on Sirius Radio. Um, I had a good friend. And at the time, I'm the one that interviewed and hired him. Uh, Benji Ansel. Sponge. Benji Ansel. I don't think I know. You don't know Sponge? Don't think he, so. Uh, he uh, definitely is an icon to the basin. His same with his his dad. Uh, uh, Benji's a sales guy rep for a company in Denver, Colorado. Shout out to Benji Ansel, and he listens to this. No shit. Yeah, he has contact me, and and you know what? It's a blast from the past. He said it's very nice. To head to work and listen to a friendly voice when you live in Denver. Hell yeah. <laughs> great, great friend. Drank a lot of beer with him. Uh, he was my pipe fitter. Ma. Pipe fitter on tank battery. He plumbed all of our uh, treaters in. And I think it's admirable. He decided to go to college. He, he was scared that he was going to lose his job. Because he's like, I'm going to go to college. Quinn's going to be pissed off at me. And I was like, you know what? You're bettering yourself. Yeah, shit. All, the all, of, of, all of us in the fucking oil field, every one of us has went to work going, fuck, this is the day. Yeah. <laughs> and most of us made it to the second day that we had that thought. But all of us have been laid off. And you know what? The good ones, the good ones of us have worked ourselves the fuck out of a job before too yeah get the shit done too fast and hey uh we really don't have anything going on this winter see you in fucking march Heck yeah 
So Benji was uh, young, single, collecting pretty good payday. Yeah. <laughs> he had satellite radio. Hell yeah. And we'd be out there on a, a tank battery and I'd be welding. And he's like, you ever heard of Rich and Cavino? <laughs> I was like, no. And they were on Faction, which was the punk rock station. Shit, that was late. I was, I remember it was Faction maximum, before It was Maximum Radio at the time. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. C- they turned into Faction. Yep. And so I was listening to those guys and they're my age. One's a Niner fan. The other guy is my age and talks about the shit that I grew up. Other than they grew up in New York. Yeah. So everything they talk about growing up is the same shit I went through. Salt mm-hmm. Lake to Roosevelt. And it was a... I was like, I gotta listen to this. These motherfuckers are speaking to my soul. So he started listening to me as soon as we I, I started putting this podcast out. Granted... Slow start. Um, we're starting to feel, trying to fill our talents out here. Yeah. And, but I think we might have a good thing. We might turn a few guys away, but <laughs> see, it, we're see, having a good time. See, I'm back, back on the faction. I grew up with Stern. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my dad was a huge Stern fan. Yeah. And Stern got too fucking political. So my dad turned off and he was still too political for me. So I turned off as well. But actually, I have no difficulty saying the names of these ones. But no, I, you're fine. I was working for RT Oilfield. Oh, I know exactly. Clancy Wynn. Yeah, I see Clancy on yep. a daily you basis. See, you see Clancy. Clancy. Clancy knows what's up. But he uh, he was getting into Ellis. Yeah, I remember. I tried. I remember Ellis from him uh, being a skater. Like I, oh, I've yeah, been I a skater my whole life. I remember Ramp. Ellis from, he wasn't even yep, street. He was yep. Bert. But when Tony Hawk first got onto Faction, it was supposed to be skate. He did punk, his own uh, podcast. Yep. 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 Uh, actually, Ellis and Tony have one going right now. Yeah, I can't follow Ellis. Ellis far out there, man. I mean, it was, he, he he went a real fucking strange direction. Yeah, he did, and he got divorced, and he, he would get on there, and he'd say, oh, I trust her, we should never have a prenuptial agreement, I love my wife, and then she left him, and then it, shit went sideways, and I quit listening to him, because he'd ramble on for four to five hours, that I could have listened to the goddamn Misfits. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, he had no business being on the music station. Faction and Faction Talk should have been separated yeah. from the get-go. Once they got Cavino and Rich and Ellis on there, and they shit canned Ellis, which fucking bummed me out. I couldn't believe they did it. I had to check on Rube Jude. I actually sent. I remember Rube Jude. I, I actually sent Jude an Instagram message direct. Yeah. I said, hey, they didn't fucking run you guys off, too. Yeah. Because it all came two weeks before the announcement that Stern was re signing mm-hmm. for fucking more money than God has. Yeah, <laughs> but, no shit. They ran off Ellis, so I, I checked on Jude, and Jude actually fucking hit me back. He's like, nope, we're still surviving, at least as far as I know. And I st- I, I'm still religious listening to the All Out show. I, I got it with that. I don't pay for the satellite radio. Uh, I uh, do these pods that I, I listen to locally. I've been listening to as much local. I still put Rich Cavino on because it's just something I do, but... Um, I listen to the Salty Sex Cast. Shout out to them. 
the other side of the beehive um, the 27th hour um, don't really know them trying to get to know them i haven't followed them from the word go but the other side of the beehive i started from scratch never listened to a podcast really yeah. until then other than that it was radio shows um and the becca hayes show i listened to it but becca hayes if you're listening which she's not <laughs> Come thought, on, girl, man. You never know. I might be able to make some weird shit happen. Yeah, come on, girl. We these man, I liked it uh when you were the uh what do they call it? The the good girl. When she'd bring all of her friends and, and and talk about some shit other than smoking mushrooms or eating mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had I had a lot of fun doing that shit too. I can't say nothing. <laughs> it's I, all good. It's all good. Shit. No, I listened to her. She's local, and she's trying to get her name out there too. So, you know, I mean, promoting her is probably a, a good thing. You yeah. know, what I mean, seeing uh, I I listened to the the shit out of the corpse cast out of Salt Lake, mm-hmm. uh, Shane and. Uh, Fucking homeboy, I'm fucking... He, he stopped going to goddamn shows, so I don't see him anymore. Drawing a blank, huh? Yeah. Goddamn it. But a shout, shout out to the Corpse cast. I mean, they're, they're my boys. They've been going around for a while. And actually, uh, episode five, about the man crush. I had to specify celebrity or non-celebrity. Yeah. Which the, so, avid, the avid listeners might be... Cons- Cerned on what the hell non-celebrity is. That man crush was just be filling in. A oh, absolutely! Bit because I stole that. <laughs> I stole that from the other side of the beehive, and apologize that to the, uh, you guys. It, it's but, a uh, valid ass question. I, I, I figured, you know, I got to have some input. I'm trying to figure out and weigh uh, myself out in the water, but I was like, you know what? Let's ask him this. <laughs> Let's and, see uh, yeah, yeah, and. Granted, I had about three or four beers in, but uh, <laughs> but my, my number one man crush above Matthew McConaughey or Sam Elliott, his name is Devin Booker. He plays guitar for Hi Fi Murder. Shout out Hi Fi Murder. Oh, okay, I've seen him. Big fan of Hi Fi. Yep. I love him. He's gotta be. He, he's too pretty. Salt Lake bass guys. Yep, Salt Salt Lake punk bands, and. Uh, He's too pretty, and he's the nicest fucking human in the world. He's just two fucked up mixtures going on. But he does a po- well. He had a podcast going out of Ogden. It's called "It's Always Smoggy in Ogden." <laughs> Great fucking podcast. I don't think they've done one for a little bit. Uh-huh. Book. I'm gonna make sure I fucking send this one to you on uh, fucking Facebook and. Get that shit going again. Either that or come out here and let me flirt with you for a couple hours. See how many fucking uh, bring fo- out. Let's interview. See how many followers we can make uncomfortable. Bring out. Let's interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was uh, I was standing in front of my wife. We was watching uh Life Has a Way play. Okay. I, I understand who yep. they are. Yeah, we, we was we was watching them play and uh, my wife's a little bit bigger of a fan of Salt Lake Punk than I am, admittedly mm-hmm. so. But she was standing probably five feet away from me. And her good friend Chelsea was at the show with her, standing right next. And Dustin Booker, I swear to God, his feet never touched the fucking ground. (laughs) He fucking hovered like a Jedi 
behind my wife, like directly behind. Mm -hmm. And she looked back to see who it was. And like, he's just standing there and looked at her. He's like, Hey, how's it going? (laughs) And then he turned around and saw me. And his feet never touched the ground, and he hovered away again. I'll be damned. I was just like, what the fuck, Dustin? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. No, he's a good son of a bitch, though. I I like the hell out of Dustin. That was just one of the funny stories. He didn't recognize my wife till he turned around and saw me and was like, oh, let me levitate this other direction. (laughs) Oh, do you have any pet peeves? Pet peeves. I got. I, I actually have a lot of pet peeves. Let's hit pause for just a second. Take a break. I got to take a piss. Oh, shit. I can keep talking for a second if you want to take yeah, a piss. Yeah, I'll take a piss real quick. I have a pet peeve. Shout out all 30 of our sponsors, buddy. Yeah, and grab me a beer while you do it. <laughs> yeah, um, all 30 of our sponsors, he says. So... He's basically, we got a garage door that you have to go through to uh, get out of the the prison of the basement. Um, my pet peeve, lane loafers. What the hell is your problem staying in the left lane? Keep right to pass is a state law. You know, let's don't do some road rage back and forth because you're slower and you want to stay in the left lane. You know, we don't need to be crossing in the right lane, you know, passing you. But that is a big pet peeve of mine. Keep right except pass. A lot of people will tell you that uh, they're pre-planning. If I stay in the left lane, I won't have to merge. Or if somebody in front of me decides that they're going to turn... I was already in the left lane. I didn't have to deal with them and slow down. Rules are rules. Laws are laws. Just get out there. Drive the road. Do it with respect. Be smart. Have a good time when you're driving. Don't get road rage. Don't fight on the road because a lot of people have guns anymore. You back? Mijo? <laughs> and everything worked out, right? Well, I was trying to hurry, so I pushed it Thanks, too sir. hard. You know what? You know when you push a piss too you hard? You got that vein that pops out on your forehead? No, I was worried about the vein on my dick that pops out every time you push too hard. Oh, damn. Starts to feel like gonorrhea. <laughs> never had that feeling, but uh, explain. I've never had gonorrhea, but I've had the gonorrhea test. A Q-tip shoved in your dick Oh, that hole. doesn't sound fun at all. It feels exactly like trying to rush a piss. Oh, okay. Now I know that. That's that's pretty good. Anyways, other than getting a Q-tip in your dick hole, what's your pet peeve? What did I miss? <laughs> uh, lane loafing. Uh, yeah. I brought, I brought that up. Uh, lane loafing. Uh there's probably quite a few pet peeves that I do have. Uh, um, when you use a toilet and you piss on the toilet seat, wipe that shit up. That's a big. That, you know, that, that fucking is. That is a big deal. Uh, that's a fair one. Yeah. I uh. Uh. 
Shit, let me. All right, all right. So I, I have a cushy office job now. It's it's not bad duty, but motherfuckers walk in with muddy boots, and oh. I spent my whole oil filled career being pissed off having to take off my boots to walk into your old office. Yeah, I used to have to wear slippers. Yep, wear fucking slippers to walk. I used to bitch and moan about it. Yeah. Now I'm pissed. Fuck that. Don't come in my goddamn office with muddy boots. I'd rather smell your fucking feet than have to look at mud. And we have cleaning people that clean my shit. I don't even got to clean it, but I got to look at the fucking mud. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's a part of, I don't know, how you're raised probably. You know, I mean, um, you take a shit, you wipe your ass. Sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely am on that route. Uh, that's just like cleaning your vehicle. Well, you sometimes know? you're in a hurry, you know? Yeah. Well, cleaning vehicles. My personal vehicle, never cleaned. Ever. Always a war zone. I blame it on the kids, but really, <laughs> it's just because we don't want to clean it. But my work truck, always spotless. I, I can't do it. I have a detailer as a son-in-law, and... But I'd be honest with you, I'm I'll I like doing that he, to our own vehicles. Well, he 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 details the shit out of. Uh, he refused to do my personal vehicle most of the time because that's how bad it is. But he, <laughs> or are you a cheapskate and you don't want to pay him? <laughs> no, I pay the shit out of him. Yeah. Fuck that. But there you go. He uh he he always hooks it up on work trucks. He does damn good with my work trucks. Yeah. He's always real fucking confused on why my work truck looks like this and my car looks like this. But a lot of the reason why I'm the way I am with my company truck, and my company truck's usually pretty, pretty clean, and is because when I first started, it was not a company that had a lot of money, so you got yeah. hand me downs. Uh, what what was the company before that one? Uh, yes. yeah, that's right. Uh, I've rebuilt a few of their wells. Uh, okay, you got the transmission shop there in Mighton. Yeah. Yep. You, Josh. You, yep. Josh he- Smith. Head wet. Head west down there. You go around. It's uh, Hag- Hagman's Corner. Hagman's Corner, and then you turn, take another left, like you're going towards Midview, Midview Reservoir. Reservoir. Uh, that first fucking, bar F. Is that is that the bar F? Yeah. We rebuilt that one. I put a compressor unit on. I welded on it with Tom Seaver. Ah, Shout out to him, old son of old a, welder. One of the best fucking humans I've ever met. He's still he's still up and going. Yeah, I talked to him two weeks ago. If I'm not mistaken, didn't he just get a new bot? No, that was Paul. Uh, Paul Bruns. Paul Bruns just bought him another Harley. I'll be down. It's like fuck. They just don't retire, man. These old welders, they don't yeah, go. Yeah, Tom's in his 60s. Well, uh, Tom, Tom had his medical issues there for a minute, Yeah, too. he had uh, stomach cancer. Yep. And fuck, he's... Oh, he's got some stories, still. too. That shit. But uh, I learned a lot from him um, welding. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people might not jump out and grab him and pick him up as contractor. And we got Utero out there. Yeah. Anymore, so it's really hard. But... Tom's a good welder. I would put my name on the line for that guy. That guy knows what he's doing. And he doesn't mind teaching. Yeah, nah. He taught me how to drink when I was 
Yeah. Pretty damn young. Yeah, he, was... he used to hang out with old Al Russell out there in uh, Ioka Lane. Yeah, he used to that's where spend, he lives. Yep, he used to spend time with old Al. Al's Al's been dead for two years now, I think. I'll be down. He ended up with cancer. Old biker buddy, but fuck. They they yeah. used to go off back in the day. Good guy, good guy. Spent some time. Doesn't like snakes. <laughs> Me the fuck neither. <laughs> I had a rattlesnake yesterday. Nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah, I chased that sucker down. Uh, he, I let him live. I, as I get older, I'm into that. Don't, uh, don't do that. Cut the no, fucking no, heads I'm on. into that. Uh, comes around, goes around, shit. Well, we uh, on episode five, we ha- we had our discussion about why we're not allowed to have guns on mm. fucking locations anymore. Yeah. I mentioned the bears and parachute. Yeah. I'll let a bear live. Fuck that rattlesnake. If if the rattlesnake's near me and I got a shovel, a sledgehammer, a fifty cal, something like that, I'm gonna take care of. It. Otherwise, I won't kill it with my hands. I'll bet you. I messed with him. I messed with him quite a bit. He just tried to and see if you could never, piss him off. He never <laughs> struck. And I was like, you know what? You're off the road. I got you off the road. Go and live. He was a big snake. Uh, yeah, I don't like him. And, and the thing is, is that shit bites you in the ass, too. You get out there with your dog, and then all at once he gets bit, and you're like, I should have killed the goddamn snake. But it is what it is. I didn't feel that he needed to die. <laughs> I haven't seen one all year. I usually see a few of them in the year. Yeah, well, I've managed to avoid it, but I'm also not in the field nearly as often as I usually am anymore. Have you met uh, Chaz? Chaz Lloyd? Uh-uh. He's, uh, he's, he's, I keep saying my old guitarist, but he's still my current guitarist. We just ain't got a band right now, (laughs) but, uh, he's a snake enthusiast, loves reptiles. He, he was hard up for a minute, needed a job. So I got him on roustabouting with me, did, did the works and Mm. all that. We pulled up on a location, was rebuilding one of the locations way back South Maiden. I don't Uh remember what, uh, was, was that the... Quinex? Was it, it was the Odekirk battery that the big accident happened with the welder, right? Yes, the 436. Yeah. A little bit further south than that one. I, I don't know what which well or anything like that. It was like a four-well four pad. But we were rebuilding that. And every time we'd show up, that whole goddamn treater building would be full, full of uh, the king snakes. Oh, yeah. Blow snakes. And... Chaz wouldn't let me fucking kill any of them. <laughs> so while we're filling out a JSA, he's running through getting rid of the fucking snakes because none of us are getting out of the truck. They're, <laughs> they're aggressive as all hell, too. Well, they're meat. And I understand they're safe. They're non-poisonous. Yeah. They have an anti-venom to rattlesnakes. They actually killed the snakes I'm scared of. Yeah. I grew up in Texas. You got Cotton mouth, yeah. water moccasins. If you see a snake, just turn the fuck around. Don't get anywhere near that fucking thing. Hey, here I'm chasing one down. Angel's like, what the hell are you doing even touching it? And I was like, "Uh, it's a pygmy rattler. 99% of the time, they're non-venomous. Let's go with a midlife crisis. That's a much better one. And it's probably more accurate. Yeah, and if you had my son out here, he's like, I grabbed it by the head. And I I stretched it out and I showed everybody. And then I let it go. You know? (laughs) Good old Josh. That's that's a good egg though. You you do got a good kid there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, both your kids. You got damn good kids. They're they're awesome. Um, they are the reason 
I was going to say they shape my personality to who I am right now. Yeah, they absolutely are. You know, I, they're, I, they're the reason you podcast. So you can leave leave them something in the future. You know, leave yeah. them some money. Yeah, they're like, God damn, Dad was racist. He was an asshole, and, and but we got every <laughs> bit of it. Yeah, we 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 get ninety five cents a week off of replays on this <laughs> podcast. Thank God, Anchor. <laughs> Shout out to Anchor, though. Shout out to Anchor. Damn, damn yep. good podcast yep. company. No, it's uh, it's been fun. Um, what else? What else we talk about here? Oh shit! We ca- uh, we kind we kind of got into music for a minute on the worst '90s bands, and yeah. I never did get to share my fucked up story that is kind of flexing myself a little bit. Okay. Now I have a feeling off that intro, you actually want to hear this. Let's do it. I got out of high school. I auditioned for the University of Utah Marching Band. All right. I went to Union High School. We really didn't have a marching program. I've just always been a pretty good drummer, and at that time I could read music. Fuck, I can't do this shit no more. <laughs> I can't read a sentence most of the time, but... Um, I auditioned for the University of Utah Marching Band. I ended up getting on. And about two weeks into band camp, I got confirmed that I was symbol number seven of ten. I played cymbals in a marching band, like a fucking monkey. Ching, ching, ching. Yep, yep, I did. <laughs> and if any of our listeners feel like seeing this bullshit, you can still get on YouTube and go 2010 University of Utah Marching Band, and you can see us. But I was on the drum line there. Utah made it to the Vegas Bowl after his undefeated season. We got two fucking miserable ass final games. Uh-huh. They flew us to Notre Dame so Notre Dame could beat the dog shit out of us. <laughs> and the Fighting Irish are the nicest people in the world before the game. But that's a open alcohol campus, and they were throwing beer bottles at my face on the way out because they won by 30 <laughs> points. Shout out to uh, Joe Montana. Yep, for the shout out man. to Joe Montana. <laughs> After that, uh, we lost to TCU on game day, which we knew we were going to lose to TCU, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But we ended up making it to the Vegas Bowl. And I'm on a marching band, and I take a lot of pride in marching band and drumline music. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I really fucking Sounds do. pretty cool. We opened up. For boys to men <laughs> on Fremont Street. <laughs> Fremont Street, they had people had to pay to get into Fremont Street. I'll be damned. To watch a marching band open up for boys to men. And God damn, I swear to God, I would have preferred Smash Mouth. <laughs> I would have fucking preferred. Hey, now. At yeah, least then I'm maybe... Maybe our fucking, maybe Swoop, the Utes mascot, could have came out dressed like Shrek or something for that one. I don't know. God damn. But what, what's the song that's been on your mind in the last little bit? I know uh, something's been going. Dude, I like Volbeat anymore. Um, something about the, the Danish people that come over here and, and want to make music like that. I, I, it's got a different sound to it. Uh, but it's not like they've made anything new. Um, my 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 thing with Volbeat, it's so easy to make fun of. It's like it's. I feel the same about Nickelback. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same about Nickelback. It's too easy to make fun of. 
but I'm mm-hmm. not going to change the station when it comes on. No, but, you listen to it. Why is this guy... And I'm not changing it. Why? Yeah. I like Volbeat. I really do. I switched over to a lot of punk music because music was not going in the same... Uh, way that I wanted it to, it, it you know. I mean, growing evolving. up through the '70s and the '80s and '90s, and then I'm gonna say 2000s, and then you kind of lose it, you know. I, I my daughter sits down and listens to a lot of pop music now, and I try, I try to keep up with it, but it it gets to the point where it's like, dude, I just don't have that feeling that I had. What? There's certain songs that hit, and. You know, I'm not a Nicki Minaj person. Yeah. But when her song comes she's on, I want to clap my ass. Does. I really want to get those butt clapping together. All right, guys. Buck- I don't know what it is. Buckle in for episode seven. We're going to get Quinn to fucking <laughs> clap his ass cheeks. I do have a higher power microphone here. We'll be able to hear that skinny ass fucking do it. <laughs> uh, as far as a person, when they interview her, I was like, oh my God, she's dumb. I, it blows my mind that she was able to drug and rob men, and everybody celebrated her rights. But Bill Cosby's an asshole all of a sudden. That some bitch roofied people though. <laughs> so did she. She was roofing men in clubs and Good robbing. For her. Yeah, fucking <laughs> celebrate this bitch. We we had this conversation earlier off the off the microphones. But goddamn, she is the reason I love the word cunt so fucking much. <laughs> she, she definitely brought some shit back. It's like, oh my god. There, there was a, there was a. Try sitting and listen to that with your daughter later, and you're like, that's really interesting that we get to sit and listen to music like this now, and it's okay to listen to it, but you can't say the f word in Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I mean? all right uh, i want to fuck you like an animal you can't so, say it so before i get too far into this next sentence my daughter is six years old i don't actually mean this let's not get offended i swear to god i'll stab my daughter in the fucking neck she starts dancing and singing along to necky Minaj shit <laughs> fuck that yeah well you gotta realize I had a daughter. She had boyfriends. And you're looking at being 16. Everybody out here that I've talked to in the basin is like, dude, I can't wait till my daughter starts dating. I'm going to open the door with a shotgun. I took a different approach. And the approach was, I remember being 16. That's a fair point. Best goddamn times of my life yeah it's not all about sex it's about just everything having fun yeah. just having fun with everybody and getting out there and staying away from your parents and yeah. trying to be an individual yourself yeah absolutely and that changed my life to think you know i don't need to chase down every tom dick and harry that comes over to my house see see and i i think it's actually handy you ready not yet not yet yep, yep. I, I, I think I, I came up with the master solution. And again, disclaimer, my <laughs> daughter is six years old. This is jokes. Uh, I decided, uh, shit, a few years back, actually, 
My daughter's a lesbian, so she can party all she wants. <laughs> Less co- consequences, except me flexing at the door on our first date and getting beat up by a girl. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there are a lot of mean lesbians in this world, and I'm good friends with a lot of them, but fuck, some of them are mean, man. <laughs> yeah. They wear their heart on their sleeves. Well, and I'm a little guy. I'm also a little dude. Yeah, same here. They'd never know this from the podcast, just because I talk big, but I'm, uh, I'm a little big. guy. Yeah, and the big thing is, is go video, and I'm just not there yet. Maybe one of these days, if somebody talks me into it, maybe we can do a video, but, you know, I could put some GoPro cameras out. I've already been <laughs> thinking on this, and we got to get a banner made first, but... In order for us to do that, we have to manage to get Chad from Marion's to come out here and fucking run out an introduction video. I agree. I can get Chad here. Chad, I know you can. Chad's a good one. Chad's a yeah. winner. Yeah. He, he won't agree. start a fucking Facebook, save his ass, but God damn it. Oh, hell no. Chip's not fried. He's smart. <laughs> do you know when uh, I was a kid, his mom cooked for us. Marianne. Yeah. I, I I was quite a bit after that. I think we moved here, it would have been June of 2001 that we moved to Utah, because 9-11 was 9-11-2001. Yep. I, started, I started with the company I'm working for now, man. Yep. Yeah. So I think I think it was June of then, but I didn't really get into meeting Chad until I was a goddamn punk skater kid wandering in there trying to get yeah. my barbecue cheeseburger. Cussing up a storm. Chad worked with my mom at Yellowfront years ago, and your grandma-in-law, they all worked together. My so gra- I knew Chad. My grandma-in-law. <laughs> Let's go ahead and cut that sentence early. <laughs> we can save trouble with that one. <laughs> Where do we want to go? I'm just uh, putting it out there. It's not that like they're going to listen, you know. All right, so so just for listeners to know, let's uh, let's call this out right now, real early. The mighty Quinn <laughs> drives a fucking Prius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. <laughs> With gas prices at four bucks a gallon, <laughs> you're goddamn right. And I don't officially drive that son of a bitch. My wife drives it. <laughs> <laughs> I I I drive a Subaru because the the Jeep that I picked out, uh, the bank said your credit is dog shit and you're not getting a Jeep. <laughs> so I got a Subaru, and I'll tell you what, man, that fucker will get in some fishing holes. There you go. They're all wheel drive. Uh, the what? Prius is not. It does get sixty miles to a gallon. It's a hybrid. Um, Saves me about 300 bucks a month in fuel, to be honest with you. My two trucks that I have right now never leave the driveway. I have a company truck. I've seen Brian drive your Tacoma more than I've seen you drive. Yeah, I don't use it. and I mean, the paint's starting to fade because of the sun. You went to basement, sun. Yeah, uh, it's hard on shit. But uh, it's a 2006 it runs and I ain't getting rid of that shit. See, and we're going to put a lift kit on the Subaru, which sounds fucking stupid, but yeah. they actually look cool. They actually do look pretty good. They only make them up to four inches, but I'm, I'm just going to put two inch lift on it. 
because the the fishing hole and and we actually have a scheduled appointment next this month for it in, a, in the coming was week. it the 17th or the 27th uh, 17th 17th yeah uh well, we're gonna get out there if you if you go past uh go through Orray past the green river bridge mm-hmm. you can turn off on one of those wells and to the a, right or the left or the west or the east uh turn to the west yeah, I know where you're talking. But there, there's a strange two-track road mm-hmm. that none of the branches that the Subaru drives over have went through the oil pan yet. Yeah. I don't think we're that far from it. It's kind of a, it's a two-tracker. Back in the 90s, somebody grew uh, pot plants down there on an island. See, my kids call them dinosaur bones, but I think they're horse or cow or anything else that the dogs in that neighborhood <laughs> ripped to shreds cuz I have seen that a time or two. I helped a uh I don't know, it was a BIA, but we had a fish and wildlife for the tribe. Um I was going across that bridge. I'd been out cow elk hunting out in the book cliffs and I come back through or right and I mean it was dead in the winter right in the middle everything was iced up well and shit out the, out there it's from about New Year's Eve to February 15th it's minus 20 through there oh yeah steady so there was a car pulled over they flagged me down and they said we need your help and I was like you guys are on tribal land. We can't be here. They're like, there's a deer on the ice. I oh, can't get shit. off. On the river? Yeah. The, the the ice you don't want to walk on? Yeah. So I pulled off. I pulled off. The tribal cop was there. He looked at me and he says, you want to give me a hand? I says, yeah. I'll give you a hand. I've been out cow oak hunting. And I... I walked down to the ice and I could see what happened. We had a, a doe with a broken leg mm-hmm. and it was compound fracture. Yeah. And I walked out on the ice and he's like, don't get out on the ice. He said, I got to go get some ropes out of the truck. I sat there for a minute and I kind of just inched my way out. I went and grabbed the deer, pulled it back to the bank. And he's like, dude, I was trying to get ropes. I was like, I just went and got it. I get back and only stupid people in movies can't <laughs> tell when they're not when they're gonna fall through the fucking eyes. The people that <laughs> flagged me over are like, Are you gonna kill it? Are you gonna kill it? And I was like, I'm not. I'm on tribal land. I'm not touching yeah, this thing. You know? nah. And he comes over and he uh the cop did and he's like, You need to let uh life take its course. And they're like, I can't believe you're being cruel like this. This thing is in misery and everything. I was like, it's not my decision. I'm out of here. Well, this motherfucker, this deer, had never seen a fucking vet before. What do you mean, let light? Uh, yeah. You're being cruel? You look like you're ready. Pal. All right, thank you. Let's run a transfer. Yeah. Uh, so, I sat there for a little bit. And the, the cop, it was a BIA cop. It wasn't even fishing game. Yeah, come to remember. He uh, looks at me and he says, what would you do in this matter? I says, I'd put that deer out of its misery. Nah. And I says, and to be honest with you, I'd make sure that somebody's meat 
Somebody gets the meat yep. out of this. Yep. He looked at me and he discharged his firearm from his belt. He puts it down towards his head and he misses. I laugh my ass. It goes right into the ice and I was like, oh, here I'm afraid of you and you can't even hit the target. You know, but he got it with the second shot and I I left from there. I have no idea what happened, but that, yeah, Oray's got a little bit of history for me, (laughs) you know. Add to that story in the same area. Uh, I, I was roused about in, uh, in that area. And we, we got, damn, we're getting up there in minutes now, pal. Um, we was uh, in that area, and there was a horse stuck in a cattle guard. Uh-huh. They said, can you bring your backhoe? <laughs> we said, yeah. Can you road the hoe? Yeah. Can uh-huh. we road the hoe? Yeah, we'll, we'll road the hoe. We didn't realize that it was that fucking far. Our our super at the time, uh, he was going off some app on his phone, uh-huh. and it didn't tell him that we were going to be roading the hoe for two hours. Oh Jesus! I was in the truck with him. We had the other hand roading that motherfucker because I wasn't doing that shit. I knew better. But it, it was I, I was actually with Kevin Jessen. Shout out Kevin. Not yeah. sure you know him as well. I know Kevin. He's he's a damn good egg too. But we was with him, but we showed up, and it was on tribal land. And the tribe gave the company full permission to take care of this horse. It was their horse in the cattle guard that split the field. They requested to take care of it. They had killed it. Not a big deal. We show up to take care of this horse, and it had at least 17 shots in its head. But it was still moving when we got there. Damn. I was like, God damn. At least, let's just see if we can pull this fucking horse and let it let let it take its course. Yeah, no this, if it lives through 17 fucking shots, the apocalypse won't kill this fucking thing. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't going to get anywhere near it to put a rope around the fucker. So we nah. ended up, we waited for the course to happen. No, nah, you don't get involved. <laughs> yep, I, I left that one entirely alone. But I, I well, clearly you've you've been around dead animals, yeah, dead stuck animals, nonetheless. I don't trust horses. We covered this on episode five. You guys should listen back. Um, I was a scared shitless motherfucker the entire time hooking a strap down because the hand I made rode the backhoe. He insisted on operating the backhoe. <laughs> Oh, shit. (laughs) I got to get home, brother. All right. Well, let's cut this off. Uh, Episode number six is in the books. Uh, If you need to get a hold of me, contact me on my Instagram at Eskimo3481 or the Winter Basement. Well, it's not 3481. You went to Basement on Instagram as well. Um, On Facebook, it's Quinn Cole. And if you need to get a hold of me on my Gmail, it is eskimo.cole at gmail.com. And further emphasis, if you guys are tired of hearing my goddamn voice, make sure you notify everyone as well. Yeah, shout out to us. All right. We're out.
out of here. 